good morning, everyone. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, says Isaiah. I want to begin by telling you about the story of a little girl, most likely 12 or 13 years old, who lived through a great time of darkness and became, became a great light to others. And this little girl's name was Agnes. At least that's the name she is remembered by. Agnes means lamb. She was like a little lamb, and she took on a mighty empire and won. Agnes was a child of a noble family in ancient Rome and lived around about the year 300 AD. She was a Christian living in the last decades of Rome's persecution of Christians. It was the Emperor Diocletian who ruled, and he had no love for Christianity, and he decided that he wanted to put an end to the Christians once and for all. And he is known for some of the worst of all the persecutions against Christianity. Basically, you had to renounce Christ or be put to death. A great darkness fell upon the Christians, especially Agnes. Although a young girl, Agnes was not about to give up Jesus Christ. And to complicate matters even worse, Agnes had caught the eye of the son of the prefect of the time, Sempronius. And the prefect agreed that when Agnes grew up, she would make a fine wife for his son. So he called Agnes to his court and offered her gifts if she would give up Christ and marry his son. Agnes refused, and for this she was condemned to death. And her story gets even darker. Roman law said that a virgin could not be killed. Sempronius thought he could solve this dilemma by forcing Agnes to work in a brothel. She was taken there in a public display of Roman terror. Many men lined up waiting for her. But somehow, they were in awe of her purity and her presence. Agnes, through the protection of God, was left untouched. Yet she continued to, she continued to refuse to give up Jesus Christ. And so the Romans ignored their own law and had her killed. Agnes is a witness and a martyr to the great light of Jesus Christ by sacrificing her life to the Lord because she trusted in Jesus. And because of this, this became the beginning of the end of the persecution to Christian. Christianity would first be allowed in the empire not too many years later, and then become the religion of the Roman Empire. Agnes won over darkness, Diocletian loss. Darkness lost because Agnes allowed the light of the world to shine through her. And so yesterday was the 21st of January, and the church celebrates the feast of St. Agnes. And she is beloved by the Romans, and there are two great churches in Rome named after her. I believe that she is a saint that we can emulate in our own times. 
Because every Christian of all ages is threatened from time to time by the darkness that is spread around by the world that does not know the love of God. Like Agnes, other people might attempt to attack our peace and bring darkness into our lives. We might be threatened by exclusion from our community if we don't join the dark side. We might be challenged with difficult situations in our family. And those who we love reject us for taking our faith so seriously. Our homes should be places of peace. But sometimes others in our family are in turmoil and they spread this turmoil throughout the house, which brings chaos and darkness in the home. And I can tell you by personal experience in my own family that there is difficulty between my siblings and especially one of my sisters who is causing so much unnecessary chaos and has plunged my family into darkness. It is incredibly, incredibly sad for me and my heart is deeply saddened by this. I try my best to bring light into the dark, difficult moments and that are sometimes very difficult to navigate, especially when you have a bigger family. But I'm gonna share a thought that a friend shared with me. It is of great insight. And this is what he said. Nobody turns on a light to stare at the bulb. And staring directly at the sun can actually blind us. We are called to be reflectors of God's light, to reflect his light so that we can illuminate the beauty of his creation. And that beauty is there all around us, all the time, even in the darkness. Light is valuable not in and of itself, but for what it reveals in creation and the people around us. That's really good advice. So thank you, Joe. And I can see this in our readings today. In the first reading from the prophet Isaiah, we hear that the land of Zebulun and Naphtali has suffered as a result of them living in darkness. But God made it right. He brought light into the darkness. He gave them joy and rejoicing. He sent his son. He sent us, his son, our hope, our joy, and our peace is all in Jesus Christ. And we see in today's gospel that the prophecy of Isaiah was fulfilled through the actions of Jesus. His presence made a great difference in the life of the people of Capernaum, as well as those neighboring town of Zebulon and Naphtali. This light was strongly felt because it brought healing and deliverance. He proved to be the healing light to them. And this hope comes from the fact that God has displayed his light on us. It is a message of deliverance from the power of darkness that formerly stalked us. This is what Isaiah declares. 
The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who live in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shone. This light, which is God himself, can achieve so many impossible changes in our lives. However, we must present ourselves before it. God's light breaks the yoke. It shows us the way. It clears our doubts and fears and increases our confidence in God and in ourselves too. So I'm reminded once again that we, that our peace is grounded in the Lord. And when we live our day-to-day -day lives in today's world, we are also called to be the bearers of that light. So as replicas of God's light, our presence must have a positive difference wherever we are. It must dispel the darkness and the people's lives that we encounter. I asked myself this question this week many times. Am I making a difference? It's a question we can all ask ourselves. Am I making a difference? How is my little light shining? And how do we bring light into darkness, bring peace into chaos? For me personally, I calm the chaos by my prayer life. And I am blessed to be part of two small faith-sharing groups. This allows me to be grounded and it helps me intensify my devotion to the Lord. And it strengthens his presence in me and in my home. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I am not always that bright light. Sometimes all I can muster is this dim, barely perceivable light. But that's okay. Because I try each day to bring a little bit of Jesus into the world. So this is my message for all of us today. It's a call to draw closer to the real light who is Jesus Christ. So that reality of our life might become fully manifested. This is also that the darkness that sometimes dominates our lives might diminish. And the Lord also reminds us not to be satisfied with the physical lights of the world. There are so many distractive lights in our lives today. Rather, we should seek and walk in the light of God. The good news, this is the light which draws us closer to Christ. I'll share this little fact with you. In the study of formations of shadows in optical physics, it is known that as an object draws closer to light, its shadow diminishes. Whereas the farther away it moves from light, the longer its shadow becomes. There is an invitation here for all of us to draw closer to our Lord. 
And when we accept, when we trust, when we say yes to the Lord, it has the potential to cast off shadows that burden us. It is Christ. It is Christ who lives in us. He is the joy of our salvation. And finally, I'll say this, that the church beckons us to come closer to Christ, who says, I am the light of the world. The one who followed me will not walk in darkness. The forces of darkness try to destroy Agnes. Yet, like Agnes, we can give witness to the light of Jesus Christ. And like Agnes, we can live in the light of his peace. We can tell them that no matter what the world throws at us, life is beautiful, especially when Christ is at the center of it. So I'd like to end my homily today with a prayer. So I invite you all to bow your heads. Dear Lord, you have always shown us the way from darkness into light. For those of you who are struggling today to see your light, we ask that you shine it a bit brighter in our world, in our homes, and in our hearts. And grant us all the grace, not only to see a way forward through the present darkness, that we may also be reflection of your light to those around us. Amen.